0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect Bar and Bot Mitzvah celebration, offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall, Dylan Weissman, and Mike Langzer.
1: Yeah, see, we Look got it, man. Go. Look at Corey go with that custom. Yeah, I forgot we recorded those. That's a nice switch, Mike. Yeah. Nice
0: well, well, episode 97, and we finally have a <laughs> intro embedded in our video. I mean, well, you guys don't thing, know that. we said we had the intro. We just haven't yeah. used it. No, no, no. You guys don't realize the work that I put in post-recording every single week where I take it, and then I have to cut Corey's intro in and then upload it to the internet. But now you just saved me 20 minutes every week. Thank you, Dylan. And look at the smiles you got from your partners, man. Look how happy we are. You you're great. welcome. You did great. <laughs> uh,
2: welcome. We are three away from our Century podcast. uh yes. Episode 97. Getting monumental. Uh, Dylan Weissman, Mike Langsner, Jordan Marshall. Welcome in. So glad that you're here. Uh, coming to you live from my in-law's kitchen. Uh, and, and Jordan, you're in your kitchen. And Mike, <laughs> live you're from my kitchen. In kitchen. Live from the kitchen. It's Thursday afternoon. Right. Thursday afternoon, man. Um, so I am really excited about today's topic, um, mainly because it's something that is on our planning sheets. And what podcast would be complete without it being extremely informational with tips and tricks and trends? And it says it in our intro, Right. So I, I really I'm excited about today because we're gonna talk about something that is very, very real in, in our industry, and that's volume concerns. So I um, podcast. Yeah. I want to add to that because me, uh,
1: volume concern?
0: I wanna I want to, I me to me add to me. it. It's that's not a just concerns, it's it's music selection and genres too. So and, and yeah. how it appeals like basically are we appealing to the guest of honor or are we appealing to the host family? I, so I'm taking your title and adding to it, I'm stretching it.
1: That's fine. That's what's happening. That's fine. It's an added title. It's a, it's a work in progress. You know, it's a working title. They do it in Hollywood all the time. But, you know what, Mike? Then you then you create
2: the banners and you put it up there, and then <laughs> I'll listen to you. Got it. Volume concerns and and what else was it? And music selection.
0: I guess you didn't read, read my preview to the post, which is not, there's is, not is, enough room. There's not enough room to fit all the words. No, so so of course here's not. the question. Here's the question. I'm going to throw it out there. And then this is the topic. And Jordan, I'm going to, I'm going to toss you the, the lead first, but I'm receiving, you know, I'm receiving you. We hear this all the time. I'm planning this party. I want it to be all about my kid, but mm-hmm. I want music for my generation or in Dylan's case. I want the music to be really low or like, so, so when you get these questions, this is what we're going to talk about right. for the next 30 minutes, but like, how often do you get that question and like, maybe let me ask you this, of the percentage of parties that you do, do you think they're geared towards the kid or geared towards uh-huh. the adult or or what?
1: Man, you know, it, it 2022 is, it's crazy right now. So I, I feel like it can go any which way. You know, for us, for our events, you know, we're, I, I feel like we're fortunate to be in a region where the parents, um, you know, aren't terribly old you know like that that's a huge thing like yeah. the parents nowadays that are that are having these barn bot mitzvahs are our age mikey you know they're in their you know early hey, early speak, 40s mid speak 40s, for yourself 40s, 40s sorry that's how i did i didn't include you dylan i know you're a lot younger than us but you know like that that's one of the cool things and like you know i know right now you know i'm 40 years old but i feel great i feel young i love music so like you know the cool part is is that i think we're we're at a really good spot to where music For a typical 40 to 50 year old is now like, you know, uh, late 80s, early 90s, 2K. Like that's their throwback. So, you know, we're messing with songs that aren't terribly old unless you hit those genres. You know what I mean? Like there's definitely a place for Motown and funk and old disco. Um, Another cool part about what we're doing right now is that, you know, all these social media platforms like TikTok and Instagram is living everybody's life in like 30 to 60 second increments that nobody wants to hear full songs anymore. So... You know, I find with my experience, I could be in and out of like a classic tune in a minute. You know what I mean? It's on, it's cool, it might not be the best thing for everybody, but the adults get that great classic track by the Jackson Five, and I'm out into like Bruno Mars or Pitbull or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's we're at a time right now where music is so is fluctuating so much that there's there's enough room for everybody to eat. You know what I mean? Right, right, right.
0: So you didn't answer the question, though. It was my favorite thing about Jordan. <laughs> my favorite thing about I Jordan I'm is you, asking, I mean, you can ask him a question. Uh, you can ask him Jordan, I could ask you a numerical no, – No, Michael,
1: question. I think that you know people uh, would enjoy – what do you want? Like, come on, man. We got to mix it up a little
0: bit. That's just, ben is, gets it. Ben gets it. I can say, Jordan, what's your favorite color, and you're going to give me a number. <laughs> That's <laughs> just the way that you – But, that, <laughs> but I'll, probably, I'll probably make you buy the number.
1: <laughs> and you'll enjoy it thoroughly, and we'll just start talking Indeed. about numbers. You forget where you thought. You would be a you great,
0: you would so be a like. great politician. So, so I I do want a number, legit, Jordan. What percentage of parties that you do are geared towards adults or kids, or would you say they're always geared towards both?
1: I, I'm I'm a firm believer in half and half. Like I I try to 50-50 my events, full full okay. like fully transparent. Like if I got adults in that room and they're not like, Hey, just pay attention to the kids. If they don't make it known in my discovery call, we're like, Hey, this is just a party for the kids. Don't worry about us. Slam them at 128 beats, high energy, crazy, like all the hip hop, all the stuff. I'm trying to break it up. And I'm at least trying to give those adults a chance
0: to be represented on the dance floor. I'm going to give them a shot. You know what I mean? Okay. So I, I'm playing narrator today, which I didn't know that I was going to do, but now Dylan, I'm going to ask you the same question. And, and then I want you to tell us your example. What brought this whole, topic to life right so i would
2: say that there that 30% of the events that are really really successful are collaborative like what jordan's talking about giving everyone a chance to be represented on the dance floor whether it's there's an adult set then a kid set then a both set and then you know a break in the action like those are 30% of the really really successful events then you have another 30% so another third where the adult very systematically said please focus on the kids leave us alone in which case that's fine but it's known to us and we're ready for that right and then there's another 30% that uh say you know they're so they don't actually go out and say this really they don't but there's so much going on for the kids that it's very apparent that the music should be geared towards the adults because the kids have 201 other activities. The kid wasn't a big dancer to begin with, like it was very obvious to us that it was going to be geared towards the adults, and that's okay too so because pause. the expectation was set.
0: Let me ask you. To pause for a second. You, you, the example number three that you just gave is basically the family planning a games party or an activities party for the kids and a dance party for the adults. And there is nothing wrong with that. And in fact, some of the venues that we work at regularly almost embrace that where the kids have a game room, and the adults have their club room. So that makes sense. And then the other piece that you didn't say is guest count. I think guest count plays a big factor. You know, Mm -hmm. if it's 80% children and 20% adults, then your second example, Dylan, of play for the kids, let the adults enjoy their meal, I think really hits home and and over in pennsylvania you guys still call it a sock hop i believe i still i, I
1: don't remember. know what you're
0: talking about i hear that name once in a while, about. but that that is the the sock hop right um in our world you know in, in jersey you know I don't, we don't hear the word sock hop but parents will say hey this is a kid's party they almost say treat it more like a sweet 16 just dance right. the kids we don't care about the adults but dylan what brought this whole topic to life Right. So in our,
2: in our, Jordan mentioned our discovery calls, um, you know, we ask the questions and there are spots in our planning forms that talk about different things. Like, are we going to focus on making a collaborative event? Are we going to focus exclusively on the kids, leave the adults alone? Are we going to mix it up for everyone? Are we going to let the kids be because the kids aren't huge dancers? And then there's also a spot that says volume concerns. And Sometimes that's a big deal. Uh, it could be because your child has sensory um, concerns where too, too much loud music overwhelms them and we never want to put that child in a space where uh, they feel uncomfortable. Or maybe your guest count is significantly older and that music becomes irritating for them. And at the end of the day, we want everyone to feel comfortable in their own skin. That's what makes a great celebration. But what brought this up is that recently I had an event that was, that was uh, very disconnected where the kids were ready to rage and they wanted a big fat dance party and they wanted a big high energy, crazy, you know, in your face. And part of that design is with loud music or louder music. Cause you have that energy that builds from sound. Um, and the adults did not want that. Like it was here, a pin drop type of background music. And that disconnect caused some um, some throttling in our in our celebration. Where who is right in this case? Who do we play for? The client who is in in theory paying for the bill, or the kid's name who's on the marquee who we were booked for? And that is the challenge that we're that we're facing here. Is the kids were ready to throw down, but the adult did not want that at all.
1: Matt and Dylan would like the, the adult match. Were the adults feeling it too? I feel like the adults were like the adult guests were probably like kind of ready to go too. You know what I mean? Like as far well, as like you know what? To be-
2: in, in this specific case that I'm talking about, the adults were very very content with having their dinner, or rather it was okay. a lunch, having their lunch, uh, and the room was segmented in a really really. A nice way where the adults were not on top of the speakers, like in a lot of banquet facilities. This was a nightclub-style facility that allowed us to have a dance space, and then there was segments of area where the adults could be, you know, away from that heart throb, you know, pounding music. Um, so it just it was very challenging for us as a professional team to create to high. You hired a high energy, interactive dance, you know, company to jockey between those two ideas. And in this case, who's right? And what? where do we go? So the very, very first thing that I have to say to all of our listeners is you have to be extraordinarily clear on who this celebration is for, or rather who this reception should be featuring. And if you want to explain to, to us that there's going to be time for high energy, loud in your face moments, but then there's also got to be some downtime, that's fine too. But to have it be so disconnected made it very challenging
0: for us mike what do you think i, I i'm going to recap everything you just said in a moment by saying that our jobs are fun everyone's like oh my god you got the greatest job but what's not fun about it is trying to read between the lines and deliver a celebration that will make those 80 year olds happy and the 13 year olds happy and you know, the guests at the party that are asking you to play Jethro Tull and Grateful Dead and the kids that are asking for, you know, Little Uzi. Like, it, it's it's not Baskin Robbins with 31 Flavors here. Like, we have one opportunity to deliver a show that needs to be consistent and transcend all those different genres and ages. Um, and, and Jordan, you were throwing out there before, you know, some of the things that you do at a party, like... By yeah. playing shorter mixes, you know, you could tease the audience with a... Right, at that box. point, you got you got to... Yeah, you're absolutely
1: right. You got to try to put them into your... Kind of get them into our wheelhouse. Dylan, I was going to ask you, do you think that if... Because this, it's the way that you describe this, that this turn of events for the event kind of happened game time. Like, you were unaware that it was going to be this strict.
2: Yeah. Yeah, if, cool. if anything... If right. anything, it was a surprise to us. Nothing in the planning forms, nothing in the discovery calls led us to believe this. And the weirdest part was this was an event for a family that we knew pretty well. Like we had done other events for them, and this was not the case at all. So here's what I wish this family would have said mm-hmm. I wish this family would have said, The adults are very much not into this, but the kids are. And allow us as professionals to come in and say something like, Okay. Adults, what if we set you up in a completely different room during the reception and have an awesome satellite bar with great views of the scenery and let the kids own their floor? Let them own it. Own the fact that the adults are into this thing. We bring everyone together for formalities, but then adults, go have your fun. Kids, you're rocking with us here. At least this way you would satisfy both ends of the spectrum. But the yeah, fact that huge. that was never even mentioned to us
1: that it was going to be so segmented in the design really threw us for a loop. Well, I was going to say too, Dylan, you probably could have gotten extra creative if you would have, like you said, if you would have known about this with some time to, you know, get creative, you could have even said, hey guys, you know, if this is really how you're envisioning the day and volume is going to be an issue, maybe we make music secondary and maybe we turn this into, you know, challenges, activations, games, where the music is just kind of like a background soundtrack. We could obviously customize the playlist based on whatever you guys want to hear, but now the activities are in the forefront. And there's another way that like everybody's engaged and it's fun and it's exciting. And you might not have had that, that pain point, so to speak, you know,
2: I, I, I just believe full fledged. And I think that this has been like one of the most common things that I have said on this podcast is you have to know your kid and this has to be something that's very open and honest that. If the kids' wants and needs don't align with your wants and needs of the celebration, that's okay. That's what makes this job so challenging but so rewarding is that us and what we do best is bridging that gap and finding ways to satisfy everyone
0: um, and, and, and doing it creatively. So Dylan, you had the best solution. Like if, if the family had described this to you in advance and said, this is what we want, your solution that you had already said to us, but you haven't mentioned yet on this podcast, is silent disco. And mm-hmm. that totally would have fixed the situation. And let me explain what silent disco is. is it's, it's basically headphones that we give to the guests, maybe all of this or maybe just the kids. And we can DJ to them through the headphones. So all the kids are running around with headphones on. The adults are enjoying dinner, lunch, whatever, whatever it is at their tables. Adults are able to have a conversation, and the kids can rock out to one or multiple different genres of music. That's what's actually so neat about the San Disco is you could do up to three different feeds. So on the headphones, there's a selection of feed one, two, or three. So maybe some of the kids will listen to hip hop, some of the kids will listen to clubs, some will listen to something else, or just, hey, I'm going to DJ to the kids through the headphones, and now there's no volume concern. I mean, you could literally hear a pin drop, as you said before, at the party if you weren't wearing headphones. and what a great solution and not only that memorable like unique party and that's a big thing we strive for like we want people to leave and say this party was so cool because of something and the the
2: disco would have set that yeah up. and i just wish what? that the, the family had articulated that to us I mean, we asked the question and they said do everything that you did the very first event and the first event was a club event you know it was a it was a High-energy bar mitzvah. So we went into why, it. Why that wouldn't was we, the case. we want to
1: rinse and repeat a little bit, you know? Right. <laughs> it seems like it should have been easy. Mike, that was actually a really great idea with the silent disco call. Maybe what we could do for all of our listeners for this episode is we could drop uh, our video for the silent disco. We could drop that in the link with, sure. uh, with this episode. So if you guys want a, a cool new idea on how to take volume into consideration and still keep your party pumping. That idea that Mike just dropped is gold. Um, And we actually have some great uh, footage for you guys to check out and see what it kind of looks like in action.
0: And that (sighs) that was Dylan's call. He said, had I spoken to them in advance and known that this was what they wanted, I would have suggested San Francisco, but the family didn't uh, enunciate that. To them in advance. And the, and the other
1: thing, it was so, the second runner show with the with the, and not that it's it should not have been approached this as the same way as the first one. It's just you know you get comfortable, the family's on your team, everybody's rah rah. So like you know it it's cool. It's like hey listen, we're just gonna rock out again, you know. Well, here was the other challenge,
2: guys. Here's phase two of this challenge. While specifically there was obviously a disconnect of what the kids wanted and what the adults wanted, there was also a disconnect between the host and hostess. Now they you know they are a couple, they are a team, and honestly they they are should have been aligned in this case but mom had one vision dad had another vision and who do we listen to in this case i i
0: I, I actually i want to ask a question to the people that are watching right now and, and we don't have a lot but i think there's five or six people watching right now but in in the chat i want people to type in the answer to this question who is the dj supposed to play for the paying party the guest of honor or the audience which are three very different people, and, and and I'm curious to see what these responses come. Don't up forget in. about the
1: venue, Mikey. We're all about making that venue like us too, man. Got to make sure those workers are having a good time while yeah. they're walking around.
0: Yeah, so there. so who, 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 are who are we ultimately trying to make happy? And and while these answers come into the feed, I'm gonna think of a wedding that the one and only bad review we've ever gotten on our uh, wedding wire or the oh. sorry guys. It actually, Jordan. It wasn't you. It wasn't you. Um. <laughs> The client was so upset because we didn't adhere to the song list and the song list was specific to the bride and groom. And every time we went to that song list, we cleared the dance floor. And every time that we played what we as professional experienced DJs know that will work, the dance floor was packed. So, and, and I wasn't there, but I remember hearing the story and it was like, we played for the bride and groom, we cleared it, we played for the audience, we packed it. And it was very obvious if we played for the audience, we would have thrown what we would perceive as a great party. The paying party though was unhappy because their music wasn't played. So, you know, who are, who, what's our goal? Make the audience happy, make the guest of honor happy, or make the paying party happy. So let me, let me, before we
2: go into this, uh, I'll explain what ended up happening at this specific event that I'm describing. So Obviously, one party, you know, of the host and hostess wanted the music to be very, very, very quiet uh, and wanted a very specific type of music. And then the other party was like, do whatever my daughter is, you know, whatever makes my daughter happy. Well, we were getting it from both sides. We were like, you know, keep turning the volume down, play different music, keep turning the volume down, play different music. And the kids were like, not dancing when we did that stuff. So about an hour before the celebration was over, our team went up to the mom and dad, and tactfully said to them, listen, we have an hour left. Here's what we've done so far. Here's what we have discovered as an entertainment team. Here's what we think can work if we do it. You got to give us a little bit of a chance to get after it. Right. Right. And if we were to get after it, doing what we do best, this is what's going to happen. If we don't do this, this is what your celebration looks like. And if you are okay with that, then that's going to be the outcome, but at the end of the day, we put it in the in the lap of the paying party. Um, it's a little bit more challenging at uh, at weddings than it is at mitzvahs. And this is a mitzvah podcast, so that's why I'm explaining the mitzvah side of things. At weddings, it's it's challenging because there's a, a lot of adults, there's a lot of you know alcohol flowing in different ways. Like it's challenging from that perspective, and everyone there is a potential customer. Where at right. Bar and mitzvahs, you Mitzvahs, know, while you want these kids to go home and remember you forever because you want them to tell their parents, hey, use this group for my Sweet 16 or my Mitzvah or whatever, at the end of the day, we know that we could have fun with these kids in any which way, but it really, it really comes down to how tactful can our team be in approaching the situation? And we had to be honest with this family at this point. We had to let them know, if you let us do our job well... This is what it's going to look like, which is not a part of the original design that you're talking about. Or, if you want us to do what you want us to do, this is what's going to happen. And either way, we are happy to listen to you. Right. And that's what we put it in their court, and they said, "Go out and crush it," and we did. Mm-hmm. They let they let they, us I And mean, Were they and like, like they oh, were they right. like, like, right, like, light
1: bulb went off. Right, <laughs> right.
2: Now, I've also been in the position where. They say, no, no, no. do what we ask you to do. And in which case, fine, fine. Here's what's going to happen. We'll tell you it in advance. And if they still commit to that idea, then we have done what we were hired to do,
0: which is provide a celebration that our client can be excited about. So are you saying that we're supposed to be mind readers? Is that like our job? (laughs) I am
2: saying that if you're going to take anything out of my rant right here is you have to know the type of celebration and the type of vendors you're hiring and if you are if you are not able to articulate the style of event it's going to be very very difficult for us to know what you want
1: and guys so and folks if you're if you guys are tuning in on this cast this stuff eats at us as professionals like this these are things that literally will, will like keep us up at night like how can we do this better like this is what our lives are dedicated to so i always try to like flip it and say like i'd like cuz there's a, there's a ton of good entertainment companies in our area in our in where we are in in the tri-state area and i always try to say like would another company that i know does a good job how would they have handled it you know what i mean like how would they have done it what would they have done would they have done anything different and for us guys like we're we're really on top of what's going on for the most part like we dedicate our our blood sweat and tears to these events weekend in weekend out so like when stuff like this goes down it's it's kind of like the connection I, i feel like it's just you know for some reason there's the two parties aren't, aren't, aren't seeing eye to eye and that's okay. It happens. You know what I mean? We're still going to deliver. We're still going to knock this thing out of the park, but just sometimes you just got to kind of be like, Hey, it, you know, like it is what it is. I mean, like how many times this happens like a fraction of the time for our bangers, you know what I mean? So well,
0: uh, it's Jordan, crazy. It's know, an ongoing just- question. Like we could literally chop this up. Like, yeah. So forever. you, you and I this past weekend had an incredible wedding that went into overtime and mm-hmm. the groom said, yo, I want you to play all house EDM music. <laughs> and the he bride, like that, who he with just no shirt married, on, hours, ago, oh, he made that request. hours ago, the bride that he just married says, I want you to stick to my list, which was like a lot of sing-along stuff. And every time we played for the groom, she came over, sent somebody over. And every time we played for the bride, it was like back and forth. And I finally went over the groom and the best answer he gave was, oh, bro, she wants that play for her. You know, happy <laughs> life, happy that's, life. It's that's a smart, really that's a smart it. new
1: husband. But I'm, I knew that the liquid, the liquid cars was flowing when uh, a bridesmaid literally came up and requested the song
0: that was playing at that minute. So l- like, let's let's take the next five minutes that we have here and try to spitfire some solutions to the never-ending, you know, problem of who do we play for? Is it the kids? Is it the adults? And, and Dylan, I'm going to give it to you first. I'm going to throw you a scenario that you have a hundred guests, you have nothing but a photo booth in the room. Um, half of the guests are kids. Half of the guests are adults. What do you do?
2: Well, first and foremost, in my discovery calls, I'm going to have to find out, are these kids wild and rambunctious or are they well-behaved? If they're wild and rambunctious, I'm going to have to play you know, camp counselor, police officer, make sure they're not destroying the bathrooms. In that case, I'm going to have to play for them. But- But, but, but if they are into it and they're wild and they're ready to roll and I'm able to mix in a little bit of that old school or that funk or that disco or whatever makes sense for this crowd, then I'm able to mix it up and play for both. Uh, I would also design my timeline around having everyone having a spot on that dance floor at different times. So when the kids are eating, time to rock with the adults. While the adults are eating, time to play a game with the kids. And that way they're not running around and going crazy. That way the adults have their time and feature, uh, you know, feature, you know. Aspect and I would really try to create that natural ebb and flow for both parties if they're not going to be collaborative.
0: Jordan, I'm going to throw it to you, but before I do that, Dylan, one quick question: How do you, in that timeline, if the adults are eating, how do you play music for the kids without blowing away the volume? Like, or, or what do you do? Right. Well, so first and foremost, I'm going to instruct my
2: my adults. Hey adults, are you volume conscious? Are you very, very concerned about loud music during your mealtime? If so, don't be near the speakers. Like don't make your seating chart near the speakers. Number one, number two, maybe I'll phase the speakers in. So they're not like cranking out towards the outlier, you know, tables. Uh, and then additionally, I mean, look, we just gotta be mindful. Like, you know, I will constantly as a DJ or, you know, as a DJ, I'll come out and listen from different table spots and hear how it sounds during those moments, but also Uh, I'll send, you know, if I'm the MC, I'll be out there as well. Uh, Or I'll send a dancer, hey, how's the sound out there? Can you talk to someone? Things like that. So you're
0: you're mindful at that point. Right. Thank you, Heather. Heather, Heather, I love this comment. Thank you. Jordan, I'm going to throw it to you now. Different scenario. I'm going to attempt to answer you directly. Shoot. Thank you. You've got 200. (laughs) Okay. You've got 250 guests. Right. 200 of them are adults. Mm -hmm. You've got a Saturday night and it's at a venue with a sick light show, video wall, like the adults are pounding shots. Who are you playing to? Poof. Uh,
1: the other – and so it's 50 kids of the two 50 kids.
0: 50. Oh, and, and the, the bat mitzvah girl is very shy. Ooh. Okay. So if the bat
1: mitzvah girl is super shy and her friends are fun and outgoing, it – the cool part is that it's a bop for girl. So for me, first off, I know that I can get away with a lot of sing-along, a lot of cool, like, teeny bopper fun stuff. If I have a group of girls, they're going to rip and they're going to sing. So that's cool. I don't have to worry about them. I'm going to probably play a little bit more towards the adults, being that I'm heavier on that end. But the types of music that I'm, I'm playing are going to have a little bit more gas under it. I, instead of just playing the original Don't Stop Believing, I might play Don't Stop Believing, you know, under, over a dance track that has a little bit more umph, So everybody's dancing to it. And don't forget these throwbacks now, things like Journey Don't Stop Believing, ABBA, Dancing Queen, um, even Oasis, uh, Wonderwall, like these throwback tracks, the kids are now singing. These are like their, their kind of throwbacks that they have a good time kind of belting out. So they will sing these tracks. So I would probably load up my set with some adult stuff and then have the end of the adult set peak with don't stop believing or peak with ABBA dancing queen. So I get the kids back in mixing them up with the adults. So they all sing together and then bust into a pit bull and then bust into a, a Bruno Mars. So I would play more radio friendly tracks that are kid wise too, because nowadays you find that most adults and parents are listening to like top 40 hits 100, like the number one on, on, on Sirius yeah. XM. And so and, I would, and, and keep, same goes, right? Yeah. So I and would and more radio friendly and play those tracks. Like I would play the original 24 carat you know, for a party like that where the kids could sing it, the adults could sing it and kind of mix right. it up on that end. And,
0: and that in that um, scenario, the guest list tells the story that, you know, three quarters of the guests are adults. Mm. So just inadvertently, you're playing towards the adults with a focus of the not losing. Not losing I want the energy chat. in my
1: tracks. My, my tracks yeah. are always energized.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, and I would say that in that scenario, the, they booked a nightclub like venue with a video wall and a light system and they're pounding shots. They want their volume loud. Right. Uh, Dylan like got that- thrown a, a, a weird scenario because in his party that he's describing, they were booked at a nightclub, but they wanted the volume low. And that's very non consistent. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it, not actually – I mean,
1: like, it's 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 not really Dylan. I think it's it's perfectly normal and not to like say anything about like Jersey versus Pennsylvania, but Pennsylvania, I, I find in, in going into that part in in your neck of the woods, Jordan, just Jordan, a little bit Jordan, more the, the venue was in Jersey, Jordan. The venue, yeah, is in I know, Jersey. but still, but it was still a South. It was still a PA family, though, right? You know what I mean? Uh, and no, like everybody's coming from that I, end. You know, they they just like to chill out. I feel like well, Jersey. I we're, say, we're an aggressive bunch. Our Jersey folk, man. Like we're like our own breed, people are like oh you're definitely from Jersey. You know what what I, mean? like, I would
0: say though is it was a daytime party versus a night yes, party. That, that too that lends itself to be often less energetic. Not oh, with always. windows.
1: If you got windows on a on a day with broad daylight, man, it's it's coming through. But here's so.
0: here's the
2: part that upset me the most about this specific style of event is they booked tonight's nice club f- style facility. It was mm-hmm. in the afternoon. So while you go into it with that type of mindset, our team was ready to rip and so were the kids. And that's so why was I'm so passionate system. about the this The
1: system is made to be ready to rip in that place. Right,
2: so so my thought is either, why didn't you let us go uh-huh. and do this thing? Or if you weren't going to, why didn't why, why did we book a, a space that didn't allow you to have what you want and the kids that, like, it just seems like there was such a disconnect so, and in all of our discovery calls, it was never
0: mentioned. Dylan, I'm going right. to ask you a very strange question right now. Um, but we always talk about hiring the right professionals. Do you think we were the right team hired for this job? So
2: I think I think we were because in the moment, we were flexible. And people left having a great time. So the end result was still a great time. So I do think that we were the right group for this. Um, I think that we would have been... 200 times better at our job if we went into it knowing more of what we were what we were you know being attacked with and it it just was never it was never mentioned in any of the phone calls any of the emails any of the discovery calls any of the planning forms it was never mentioned about any of that
0: stuff it was told to us that day we tout ourselves as a high energy company and jordan i'm gonna have you close out here sure you know if the family cohesively wanted a low energy party then maybe we were the wrong choice um, or as you said they didn't describe what they wanted but jordan final topic is what happens when a mom a dad and the guest of honor are all seeing different directions like how do we narrate through that and get to the point of a successful party that makes everybody happy and before you answer i'm gonna throw in there that is usually where we come involved and if there's an event planner as well we lean on the event planner help paint a picture but you know how would you how would you deal with that situation mom wants one thing dad wants something else i'll even say often it's a divorce situation we run into where there's these unique situations and then the guest of honor has their own feelings
1: yep We've totally had that situation a billion times. Um, I think that for me, personally, I'm always trying to make my guest of honor, bar miss a boy, bar miss a girl, uh, feel comfortable. That's huge. Regardless if they're um, a little bit more um, laid back, if they're uh, more of an extrovert, doesn't matter where they fall on a personality level. That's my job as as a true performer and a great entertainer to be that chameleon. So I'm trying to adjust myself. Not trying to. I will adjust myself. To make sure that, that that thirteen year old or soon to be thirteen year old is comfortable, um, you know, dancing at the center of a dance floor, you know, doing all the follow me moves with our with our team might not be Zachary's cup of tea. He might be like, "Yo, that's not me. I can't do that. Like I've never done that before." And that's cool. There's still ways to highlight him, make him feel special, and and still you know attend to the party. So first and foremost, make sure your guest of honor is cool. Then from there, if you still have parents that are kind of back and forth a little bit. I want to let them know that, hey, listen, I'm looking to see if it's a divorce family, usually the mom or the dad booked us. So I'm looking to see who my booking contact is. If it's a divorce family and mom has the contact, I've been dealing with her the whole time. Yes, I will acknowledge the father. I'll ask the, the mother in, in our discovery, hey, do you want um, you know, so-and-so's name attached to this? How do you want me to approach it? Um, when we do our grand entrance, do you guys want to come in together? Do you want to be referred to as your first names? Would you like just like to be called mom and dad? Like I'm literally with a fine-tooth comb going over every single uncomfortable form of that could happen, any sort of diff or or from what I think that it could be. You know, Dylan's story tells a whole other, you know, level that kind of happened day of where, you know, no matter how we prepared for it, unless we literally put on our forms now, who do you want us to play to? Which actually might not be a bad idea just to actually have there in literally plain and simple. Who would you like us to play this event for? Kids, adults? 50-50, 50-50, give us a percentage, give us whatever. Because that could have helped a little bit. At least you would have had right. that. If we would have had that on the on the form, we would have known going in kind of what they wanted. So, so I, it's I a little know. bit everything, man. It literally it's it's a case just to, to finish what I was saying, it's a case by case basis and literally just trying to make everybody feel comfortable in their own right is what I go for. I want to make sure I'm I'm jumping from each family member and making sure they're cool as best as possible, showing them that I I, I actually I care. I care about what's gonna be awesome for you guys.
2: I'll I'll tell you guys that more than once I have been put in a situation where I've had to take mom and dad who've had conflicting viewpoints versus the kid. And I've had to take them and I've had to say, guys, I am not a counselor here. I am not, you you know, I am not your therapist here. Uh, But I am here to make sure that Zachary has a great time. And the way that I'm going to do that is by doing X, Y, and Z. And I need you guys to be on board with it. And if you're not on board with it, then you need to tell me what you want me to do because if I do that, something else something else might be the outcome. Um, and this is where you have to be honest with us as vendors, especially vendors who care so deeply about the success of the celebration. Um, and I think that 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 goes a long way.
1: That goes a really I'm, really long way. I'm for laughing us. because I do the same thing as you, Dylan. I just flip the statement. I say, "Hey guys, look at it this way. We're way cheaper than therapy. So <laughs> let's, make, let's make this party amazing." So I'm with you on that, bro, 100%. And it's all in how you spin it. And it's all in the, like, you know, at the end of the day, guys, like, this is fun. We're having a blast getting to do what we do and having a blast making these kids even more of a superstar than they already are. It's just so crazy, some of the, you know, trials and tribulations we go through, that literally, Dylan, that hadn't, like, the, the opinion of that family meant everything. But at that time, it was all about the guest of honor. And it just got... The focus got deterred,
0: guys. This yeah. is uh, this is actually one of our longest episodes. I feel like we could talk for it's a great topic, it's such a good topic, dude. Yeah. It really is. Um, so to button it all up, it, you know, th- what I'm getting out of hearing all of this is make sure that you're very communicative in advance with your team, you describe what your vision is, and if there's, I don't want to use the word turmoil, but different opinions in the home figure it out first or speak with your team speak with your planner speak with your venue and collectively come to a agreement that will work for all and then let's get creative that's where you're you're never
2: you're never going to throw us something that we haven't seen before right uh like you know we've we've gone through health you know tribulations divorce situations you know new house like we've done we've seen it all there's nothing you're going to like tell Fire us line, that evacuations, us. whatever. I mean, you're never going to throw us something that you know our pro team won't be able to handle day of. But the more we have in advance, the more likely we are to be ready with the right answers in the right moment. Um, And that's where it comes down to you being honest with yourself, with your with your kids, uh, and with your expectations. And and hiring a professional company is able to be flexible for you, but who also is willing to. Be a partner and when being a partner in this whole process is very, very important, we're gonna give you guys feedback on your ideas. We're not just gonna yes you to death. And and that right there is worth its weight in gold. Yes.
1: And awesome. speaking of guys, while we're talking about an opportunity to check us out and see us coming up February what, Mikey? 13th. That's Super it, baby. February 13th, Super Bowl Sunday will be our our Super Bowl of all showcases. And uh, because of COVID, we couldn't do it live for you guys last year. We're super happy to be back um, rocking at the Bridgewater Manor with our entire explosive team. All the newest, funnest, most amazing extras and enhancements that you can add on to your event for the big day. Come check out some of the biggest vendors um, and all kinds of great people that are there to help you guys exercise that day, make it extra special. The explosive team will be in the house at Bridgewater Manor. Uh, We're going to be dropping that on our socials, all thing explosive entertainment uh, going forward leading up to the date. So we look forward to seeing you guys there and uh, come check us out. It's going to be awesome. Mike, you want to take us
0: home? That's it. That's episode number 97. We're so close to 100 100. big. We got to come up something big for 100. I told you what I wanted to do. Dylan wants to do it live at the showcase, but bro, I got enough on my plate that day. <laughs> <laughs> Mike knows that I means Mike, we're gonna you're gonna be producing that show live at the showcase. <laughs> Man, <laughs> no, I think I think we should, I think at the very,
2: very end, while everyone's breaking down, us three just go into another room and, and talk about what we what we saw, what we what we felt, what we did.
1: I'm down. It's kind of exactly. like
2: the, you know how at the you know how at the end of the Super Bowl, like they have like, oh you just you just won the Super Bowl. What are you doing? <laughs> we're going to Disney World. Well, no, we're going to sleep,
0: but we're actually going uh, to go watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm not recording a podcast after that showcase. We had absolutely fun episode number 97. As always, thanks for tuning in. Like, share, comment, tell your friends about it, and we'll see you soon. Next time. Later, guys.